Hello, and welcome back to the Self Healer Soundboard. Today's episode, we're going to keep light and simple and visit for the first time something that many of us overlook and really don't gift ourselves, and that is acknowledgement, honor, noticing, celebration of ourselves for the big things, though also the small things that we do. We were trying to discover what we would talk about or wanted to talk about for this week's episode um, and this podcast and really wanted to stay on schedule, though. We have been jam-packed with some really amazing projects in the works and really didn't have any bandwidth to go into a a deeper, uh, longer episode. So we really thought, let's pull from our own life experience. What do we need right now? And really, it was taking a moment of rest and pause and also a moment to acknowledge ourselves and celebrate ourselves for what we are doing, the fact that we are still showing up, and really that we're just here day in and day out. And when I mean here, I don't necessarily mean on this podcast, though. We are celebrating that. I mean literally just here, waking up each day, getting out of bed, going through the motions of the day, and really choosing to celebrate all that there is. I think a lot of times when we hear the word show up, or at least I know when I hear the word show up, I immediately, or or a past version of myself, immediately goes to assign an an action on this, right? Like, well, what am I doing when I'm showing up? How many to-do list items have I checked off? What did I get done? Um, And I think it's really important, especially when we're low on resources, or like you said, when our bandwidth is low, um, simply getting out of bed and being in our own presence. I really want to redefine, I think, this idea of showing up and really highlight what it means foundationally. And for a lot of us, that means just being in our own presence on any given day. And of course, you know, those of us who have for so long emphasized achievement, doing, and maybe we've had the validation associated with that. Some, some of those moments of just being embodied when we're tired, when our resources are low, when we'd rather not do whatever it is that we have to do or be present to whatever it is that we have to be present to, that in and of itself is is an achievement and is worth celebrating, acknowledging that I'm tired today, my resources are low, yet here I am. I'm in my own presence and I'm I'm open for whatever then comes. I love this spin on this. We don't script these anymore. <laughs> we don't do notes or anything anymore. So whatever you're getting is whatever is just coming out. And I love this the highlight really of presence and of being. And that so many of us, we say all the time, you know, we we're going through the motions of our day or we're in autopilot. We're up in our thinking mind. We're not in our bodies. A lot of the time we're not even aware that we actually have a body that is acting as our vessel that allows the being that is us to be expressed outwardly into the world. There's such a common disconnect there. So even just having the awareness that, hey, I am here in my body. Here's what my body is feeling. This is this present moment. That's that's a state of being. That is me just being present and being here now. So that in itself is something massive to celebrate. Showing up to all of these things, showing up to getting out of bed is huge. And some of you hearing that very likely could be cheering that on, knowing how difficult some days it genuinely is or feels to get out of bed. And I can also see the contrast and people kind of giggling, like, what do you mean? It's so difficult to get out of bed. I should applaud myself for that. Well, 
Yes. And here's why. So there's actually a benefit to you celebrating, to acknowledging yourself. So we've talked about neuroplasticity and all of our work really, which is essentially your brain is malleable. Your brain can change over time. You can create new neural pathways. So when we are actually taking a moment to stop throughout the day and acknowledge ourselves, or for me, I'm celebrating myself today, literally for getting out of bed all morning, Nicole and I kind of tinkered around doing a spring cleaning because our team is coming in and we've had some really big deadlines recently. So it was nice to just be present, have coffee, still get stuff done. And even that is a huge celebration for me. Now, I do definitely have a to-do list of all of these things still to do. I know Nicole does as well. And rather than put my focus on the things that I have yet to do or that I have not done, even just in preparation for this podcast, I've just gone through mentally my morning so far and acknowledged all the things that I've done. I've gotten sun. I've showered. I've cleaned around the house. I've been present. I'm here doing a podcast. The smallest things are sometimes often the biggest things because when we focus on them, when I spend time to honor myself, to celebrate the little things that I have done, I'm actually training my mind to notice and pick up on more of those. Every time I make a reference point to say, oh, great job, you just did this. It doesn't have to be something big. But when I do that, I'm creating new pathways in my brain that with repetition and consistency will strengthen and form so that my brain subconsciously is actually going to go to the celebration of what I'm doing, the acknowledgement and the highlight of what I'm doing rather than subconsciously automatically going to focus on what I have not done or not done good enough. So I'm going to put another spin on, on this conversation, Jenna, for us right here. And for those of you who've heard me and heard my work before, probably heard me reference myself as, as an overachiever. I'm someone who loves those to-do lists and loves to keep myself moving forward, even when my body at one point, you know, in my, in my mid to late 20s was completely physically exhausted. Um, yet I kept going. So the spin I'm going to take here is that sometimes, whether or not we're actually getting or leaving the bed or not, some of the the retraining of our or rewiring of our brain in, in a very malleable neuroplastic way is hitting pause, is just reconnecting with our body self, is having that moment to say, oh, geez, I don't really want to get out of bed right now because <laughs> I'm so tired. Um, and for those of us who are so used to skipping that step and just our alarm went off and I know what I have to do today. I know what my schedule looks like. So I don't even take that moment to check in with my body to even have the opportunity to know that my body doesn't want to do those things today or doesn't have the resources. We overstep that. So for a lot of us, the new neural network or the new step, the new choice we want to make is not going right away or not running or not just hitting the ground and attacking that to-do list, that we're actually doing more in terms of retraining our brain and, and giving ourselves a level of healing when we take that moment to check in. Because now we have the opportunity, like you were saying, to use how our body feels to inform ourselves and to inform our choices, of course, when possible throughout that day. So 
again, a lot of us out there, we focus on, well, what are we doing? How quickly do we get out of bed? Can I push myself through? And for some of us, it's it's not pushing at all. It's maybe making the choice to, to tone it down for that given day, or maybe to knock it out of bed, to just take a few moments to actually hear what our body said and to honor what our body needs. I love, as I'm hearing you talk, realizing that this really is a twofer because when we're taking a moment to celebrate ourselves, we're taking a moment to be conscious, to witness ourselves and to acknowledge ourselves, which for so many of us and really for all of us, that acknowledgement, that pausing to witness and intentionally take notice, to intentionally practice consciousness is the base layer. It is the foundation for your entire journey of healing and any transformation, any any new reality or creation that you are making. So in the act of celebrating yourself in general, saying, you know, oh, I I took a shower this morning or I folded my clothes that have been sitting on the bed for the last week. Thank you for folding the clothes, by the way. (laughs) I finally did a load of laundry I've been staring at. Moments like that, when I do that, I'm actually pausing to be conscious. I can only acknowledge myself and witness myself when I'm in the present moment. Because when we're talking about honoring ourself, right, we need to really highlight the self that we're honoring. And we're not honoring our actions. We're not honoring, again, the doing that we, most of us are driving ourselves into exhaustion around. We're honoring the self that showed up, the self that maybe isn't doing in that moment. We're honoring who we are. And I think, again, a lot of us need to refocus our attention. And the more we refocus our attention, on our being, on our presence, into our body, the more connected we become with that presence, which some days might have all of the energy in the world and all of the ideas and all of the thoughts and all of the creativity, and other days might not. It doesn't change the presence or the being. What we're doing, how we're showing up, the things that we're accomplishing aren't who we are. They're additions, they're extras for some of us, they're steps to whatever future we want to create for ourselves. They're not ourselves. They're not who we are. So again, just taking a moment to highlight when we're talking about being in our own presence, it is a state of being. It doesn't mean focusing on what that being is doing in that moment. How is that being feeling in that moment would be a really great question. My first thought when you say, how is that being feeling in that moment in response to any sense of accomplishment is, well, it feels great. It feels joyous. It feels good to accomplish things. Even if it's, you know, getting your kids out the door to school, or I saw a friend of mine posted yesterday, the time change had her drop her daughter off an hour late. And it was just kind of a playful, yep, this is what happened. And I really had a lot of compassion and a lot of love for all of the parents and caregivers out there who are caring for other little humans 24 hours a day around the clock. Um, You know, it's just us three adults here and four cats and all of our work. And even that seems like so much. So to all of the parents and caregivers and caretakers out there to um, a huge kudos to you and applause to you. And I know just, you know, from teaching, from working with children for so many years, from being a nanny, from loving little children, there's from sunup to sundown, you probably have a million things that you could celebrate and acknowledge and congratulate yourself for. And to you know feel good about whatever it is that we're doing or being, whether we're a kid or an adult, 
means again that we're present in that moment. And I just want to keep highlighting this because I know for myself, there's many moments where I'm doing one thing and maybe it's something I don't want to be doing, like the dishes. And the whole time I'm doing the dishes, I'm not actually present to doing the dishes. I'm maybe talking to myself about how much I don't want to be doing the dishes or how much I should be doing something else at that moment. And when our attention then is, is in our thoughts or in some future moment or where I wish I was as opposed to where I am, am right now, we don't actually have the opportunity to feel good about any moment. I know for me, when I'm in that process of doing the dishes, if I'm just paying attention or being present to doing the dishes, it actually becomes a much more, it might not be a pleasant moment, it's just a much more enjoyable moment because I didn't cause myself a, a friction of a sort where my mind is somewhere else, wishing my body were on the couch, yet my body's here doing the dishes. So when we are in alignment, when we're present to wherever it is that we are, or as I like to say, you know, owning the choice that we're making, if I've chosen to get up off the couch and go do the dishes, if I can just be fully present to that choice, I could give myself the opportunity, maybe not to be gleeful, though to be whatever it is that I am in that moment. And again, so many of us don't give ourselves that opportunity because we are thinking about how this isn't the moment that we want it to be, or it doesn't, it's, we want to be somewhere else. And then we give ourselves, like I was sharing earlier, when we have the opportunity to check in with ourselves, we can make a different choice. So that's what owning your choice means. Maybe your body is screaming, yelling. It is not the time to do the dishes then go back and sit on the couch and then own that choice as opposed to now be sitting on the couch, looking at the dishes in the other room, beating yourself up for not doing those. So again, it is in presence where we even have the opportunity to feel any kind of way about whatever it is that we're doing. I used to teach preschool and kindergarten for many years, and I would watch in awe these little rays of sunshine running around all of the time in that gleeful manner, in that celebration, so present to whatever it was they were doing at hand. A lot of the time, because it was all discovery too, everything was new. So I was imagining, as you talk about doing the dishes, how you enroll a child in learning <laughs> how to do the dishes and you kind of hype it up, you make it fun, right? And they they do sometimes. They might you know, not continuously want to revisit it, mm -hmm. though they usually are excited the first time. They're excited when they do something new and when they accomplish something. And there is that gleeful manner because our true nature does have and is an embodiment of joy, of this glowing outward expression. And while that is so, it's also really important to acknowledge. I know for me personally, I realized as we're talking, when we say celebrate celebrate immediately kind of gives this connotation of like confetti party <laughs> balloons. And, you know, I, I love balloons. I love all of that stuff. And celebration was actually, and is still something that I struggle with less though. Historically, it was something I struggled with big time. Celebration was very difficult for me to access. I could celebrate inwardly Though the outward expression of celebration or even of honoring myself, even if I'm just celebrating me, that was wildly uncomfortable for me. So that's also something to note here. If that's you or that's resonating, that's also totally normal. Celebrating yourself and honoring yourself doesn't have to mean throwing yourself a party for putting your socks away. It can be simply just the acknowledgement of doing something. You don't need to necessarily throw a party for the fact that you did the dishes, though you absolutely can. 
The point and the significance here, the valuable piece, is just simply the witnessing. Reality is each of us does so much stuff. Even if we're not going through all of these actions and to-do lists and checking stuff off throughout the day, to simply be and exist from sunup to sundown, especially with all that's happening in the world, in our communities, in our families, in our own bodies with ourselves, each of us are dealing with a lot. So we have a lot of stuff to face, a lot of stuff to go through, a lot of stuff we get to go through. This is really just a practice of witnessing and acknowledging, hey, I'm where I am right now. And it took me a lot of uphill and downhill battles for me to get to where I am. And I'm going to acknowledge that right now. I actually love uh, maybe even reframing or shifting instead of using the word celebrate right here to begin to use the word acknowledge, especially if those of you listening are, are resonating with you, Jenna, you know, describing the difficulty celebrating, even applying that label might be an expectation that you set up for yourself with this idea that if I don't feel joyous in this moment of celebration, that I'm not doing celebration right. So for all of you out there, I, I want to maybe suggest using that word acknowledgement, acknowledging just exactly what is there for you in that moment. And very similar to you, Jenna, for a really long time, I struggled to celebrate. I loved anticipating. I loved to know that, you know, Christmas was coming two weeks from now, or I had a vacation planned with my family. And I would actually count down the days with all of this excitement building or what I felt was excitement building for some imagined feeling I would get on whatever day it was, Christmas, my vacation, whatever it was. And ultimately, every time that day came, I never felt joyous. I never felt celebratory. I never felt that happiness that I was expecting. And all of this kind of comes full circle in this conversation. Why was that? For me as a child, that was because by the time Christmas came or, or my holiday came, whatever it was, my attention wasn't on Christmas morning. My attention was lost in thought, checked out from the moment. I didn't even give myself the opportunity to be present for a celebration or a moment at all. So a lot of us, I do think maybe out there listening, you know, do struggle with celebration, do struggle with acknowledgement. You know, maybe it's because something that felt joyous at one time in our childhood was followed by something that was equally as devastating. A lot of times that's why we struggle to feel joy. Other times it's because we're just not present. We can anticipate and get ourselves really psyched for something. And if we're not present when that something comes, we're not going to feel anything about it at all. I'm here very present when we're recording these, just listening to you speak and watching where my mind goes. And the first ping that I had when you were saying that about that difficulty celebrating and how much I absolutely embodied that struggle and that uncomfortableness and realizing in my brain, I picture everything as like a, a plant really and a root system. <laughs> I do. I visualize everything as nature and where the roots of it, I immediately go to the soil and go underground and look at the roots and think, okay, well, what's at the, what is at the corest, like the, the deepest level there. And for me, the first thought that came up was, well, you're not worthy of being celebrated. You're not worth honoring yourself. You're not worth acknowledging yourself. Who are you to say that you did something good. And I would just offer for anyone listening to start to witness that voice or as you're listening to us talk, pay attention to those thoughts that come in. What is that first thought that comes up? What is that first voice? Now you don't have to 
make anything of it, though I cherish those little pings or that witnessing because it's all feedback. Even if it's, you know, my ego or judgment or critique coming in, I know especially this last week, we've had a lot going on. My resources have been low and I've watched that judgment creep in and that critique come in. Like Nicole will ask me for something or Lolly will ask me for something and I'll be like, why are you asking me to get you water? I noticed this annoyance come into my mind and I'm like, oh, where's that coming from? Because on other days you're like, oh, absolutely. I'd love to. And I always think of you, Nicole, because any if I ask Nicole for anything. If I'm in the other room, she'll happily go get it, which is you're an angel. You do that. So I channel you in those moments and I realize, oh, you're, my first reaction is to get annoyed that someone's asking me for something and someone that I love. And I realize, oh, okay, my resources are low. I'm really tired. I don't have the bandwidth. I need a little more rest, whatever it is. So that's also something to pay attention to. That voice, your immediate reactivity and responses, all that thought that happens in your mind, all of that is such valuable feedback that when you take a moment to sort of pull back and just witness that voice, witness those thoughts, whatever's happening up there in that thinking mind, you can learn and discover a lot about yourself and where you are in the present moment and maybe what you need in the present moment. So if I will share kind of what my background voice is in terms of celebration, I have an inner dialogue that, you know, similar to yours, Jenna, is more of, well, what are you, what are, what, what are you celebrating? You're not doing anything. You're just there. You know, what is there to celebrate? And very interestingly, well, thank you for calling me an angel. You know, I even look at, you know, why am I so ready to show up all of the time for people, even in my relationships? And I think a big part of that is, again, this this overachiever, this always on, this never wanting to disappoint. Again, this focus on doing, because at my core, you know, one of my inner child wounds is very much, I struggle to be acknowledged for myself in my state of being without that doing, without that achievement, without that accomplishment attached, I struggle to be enough just as I am. And all of those micro moments sometimes. So I am very much working on Lolly actually asked me the other day for a foot rub and I told her absolutely <laughs> not. I'm exhausted. How dare you even ask me this in this moment? I no. witnessed. I, I was proud. <laughs> and, and in a very direct way, I said it very directly. And so again, just using this as an example and speaking to your point, when we tune into our inner dialogue, we do learn so much about ourself. And, and for me, these are all of these moments where when we're talking about acknowledging or celebrating or even being in our own presence, that pull for me, that subconscious pull to focus on an action of doing is, is still so present. Even in, again, I know you love me for who I am, yet just being me and saying, no, I can't show up in any given moment is still one of my greatest challenges. So in terms of acknowledgement, you know, working on being okay with yourself, however it is you are in any given moment is, is my journey still. An affirmation that may help. I am whole. I am present. I accept myself exactly as I am. And we've talked in past episodes about that acceptance, acceptance of ourselves as we are, and acceptance of reality, of the fact that things are meant to be the way that they are. And if they weren't, they would be a different way. When we get hung up on these shoulds, that shouldn't have happened. This should have gone this way. When we try and rearrange reality to fit the projection that we want in our mind, we get stuck. It's like someone paints glue on our feet and sticks us to the ground. And 
we kind of become immobile and then we get so frustrated in our minds wondering why we can't progress. When we pause and actually take that moment to say things like, I am whole, I am present, I accept myself exactly as I am, even if that feels far off and you don't believe it yet, when we take the moment to pause and actually say that, what we're doing is accepting ourselves in reality. Instead of trying to rearrange a situation that we're unable to rearrange because reality is what it is. When we look at that head on, we then have this clarity and empowerment to just look at the difficulties, look at the challenges, look at what we are liking, what is working, what's not working. And with that just realistic baseline of simply what actually is, not the thought of how I think it should be or how I want it to be or the story I'm telling myself, but just plain old reality right in front of us, then we have a way to progress forward. Then we have an assessment of what's actually happening, where we actually are. All that is, is presence. When you gift yourself that presence, you can then choose your next thought. You can decide where it is that you want to go next. So to really, you know, kind of bring this this conversation and this episode full circle here, while we introed it, we're going to talk about celebration. Really, what we're talking about here is, and again, the, the embodiment of presence. And, and in my opinion, that is an, an act of celebration in and of itself, because not only does it give, especially the overachievers of us out there, the peoples whose attention is just somewhere else, it gives us the moment to be present to what is, to even be in view of what is. And for a lot of us, that's that's a new place to be. And it is one of the most empowering places to be because then we have actually a grounded point to find our way forward, to then hit pivot if we need to pivot. So many of us have plans in our mind or ideas or shoulds or whatever it is for you, you know, already in advance of something. And unfortunately, we don't yet know what is happening tomorrow. We don't have that ability, though we love to think we're certain. We're not actually certain of, of anything. The only way that we can truly be in an, in, in an empowered place is to be in a, in a present place. So while this episode, of course, is about celebration, it's, it's really about, again, acknowledgement and being in one's own presence, which means being in acceptance of what is there for someone in your own presence. And again, from there, we have the opportunity to create or to go next wherever that might be, whether it's back to bed, to the dishes that need to be done, or maybe just simply a moment of pause to acknowledge that I'm in my body right now. And, and for someone like me, who's been away on a spaceship for decades, that is something huge to celebrate in any given moment moment. Being here in your own presence is you being here as a witness of all that you do do. You do, everyone who is listening right now, so much. You have done and overcome so much in your life that has led to the point that you are right now. And that itself deserves a huge acknowledgement, a huge honoring really of how far you have come just to be at this space now. So when you are finished listening to this episode, we thank you for tuning in. Take a moment, ask yourself, what am I proud of? What have I accomplished? Maybe it's today. Maybe it was yesterday. Maybe it's just in general. Just take a moment and reflect back on 
all of the years, all of the journey that has gotten you to right now has been filled with tremendous happenings that you have been challenged with and that you have overcome to be in the space that you are here today to even be engaging or listening to conversations like this. So a huge acknowledgement and a huge honoring from us over here and I hope for you to yourselves because that truly is where the work begins, where it grows, where it ends, though it never really ends. Um, Thank you all for tuning in as always and listening. We have created a new physical set for the recording of the Self Healer Soundboard. So if you are listening to the audio on any podcast platforms, there is also a YouTube channel, the Self Healer Soundboard, where you can watch the video version as well. That is the quickest way for you to leave comments or responses. Um, Let us know your experience of the podcast itself and different episodes. We're always there checking. And as always, if you are tuning in um, and you want to share your experience or want to send us your feedback or give us a review, we would so appreciate your reviews on Apple Podcasts specifically. Uh, Thank you all again. We love you. We honor you. We absolutely celebrate and acknowledge you. And we'll tune in next week.